Ace Podcast. Blip. Weird. What was that? Why I are you said, blipping? I blipped. Why are you blipping over there? Our doctor says it's a, it's, a, it's a twitch. You got the blips. I got the blip twitch. The blip twitch. That's where I'm going to go. Blip, blip. I don't know why I said it. It just came out. I don't know. I got nervous. I panicked. <laughs> don't, don't panic. So, uh, welcome to Weird. This is episode 224. We're just going to get right to it because uh, we just have a lot to talk about. We've and, got uh, some stuff to talk and about. Friday's episode, as usual, is long-winded. We like to get your Monday started. We don't want to spend all day. You know, we want you to get to your get to your what you need to get to. But it's November. It is November. It was November last episode. I wish but it was slow-vember. <laughs> like, it would not go so fast. Because it seems like every time I wake up, it's a different year. I love the month of November. I love fall up and through winter. And then it get I just, that, my favorite time of year. All I the mean, trees too, are same just, here. All the trees right now are like orange and all red. All the leaves are brown. And the sky's gray. Yeah. I went for a rock walk. You, you went for a rock? Winter, rock raggy. On a winter's day. Yeah. Yeah, I did. <clears throat> Keep going. <laughs> I'd be safe and warm if I was in L.A. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> no, probably not. <clears throat> oh boy! All right, John Phillips, you ready to? We go have. Uh, oh well, I'm going to do my poem again. Welcome back, our friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could listen. Please subscribe. Please subscribe. <laughs> That's my poem. I kind of feel like there should be a bell involved. <laughs> clang, clang, clang. Speaking clang. of subscribing, if you haven't left us a review, please do so. We are trying to reach the uh, the 100 reviews uh, this year. We are? And, yeah, we're only at 77. And we've got we got a, a new contest coming up soon, the Winter Wonderland of contests. <laughs> we do. Yes. I love how you just pull this stuff out of your we back got, end. You can, I so don't know where this is coming from. Everybody that leaves us a review on iTunes or Facebook or wherever you review, you, your name goes in the uh, prize yiga, pool, yiga, yiga, yiga. and we give away fantastic prizes. Let's get right to that top story. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Top it's a local story. Wow. Can you possibly one show play top it at the right story. level? <laughs> Sorry. Get off my back. <laughs> I will I'm shut this podcast down. <laughs> Your mom would be disappointed if I didn't make that way. Tennessee. Do- Whoa, Tennessee. That's where we are. I told you it's a local story to start. Tennessee doctor borrowed $300,000 from a patient, then diagnosed her with dementia. <laughs> Ma'am, you don't remember. That's not bad. Ma'am, you don't remember. $300,000? You, you, you think you loaned me $300,000? You, uh, you didn't loan that to me. Oh, man. A Tennessee doctor has retired her medical license. <laughs> oh, I thought I'd retire, too. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. After it was discovered that she borrowed a hefty loan from a longtime patient, then diagnosed the woman with dementia when she asked for her money back, <laughs> according to state discipline records. But the doctor now insists that she was set up by a vindictive patient uh, and she only agreed to retire after state attorneys presented her with an unwinnable legal case. Oh, you boy. going to jail. Yeah, either that or you retire. It I- was all lies. I was told that if I fought, it would be extremely costly to me. And all I got is 300K. Said Dr. Sulin Lee. Wait, I think I oh, did the wrong voice. It's Sulin Lee. It was all lies. I thought it was if I fought, it would be extremely costly to me. There, I covered both, just in case. Yeah. <clears throat> and there would still be no benefit. There was no chance of reversal. Can't back up. Lee, 79, an internal medicine specialist in Columbia. I'll go through there now and then. Every once in a while. She retired her license last month. What if it gave her a license of retirement party? <laughs> <laughs> Had this little document up on a table. and it was A little kinda, cake. A little cake and everything. She retired her license last month in a peculiar case before the Tennessee Board of Medical Examiners. These guys would just sit around examining medicals. 
which is responsible for disciplining doctors throughout the state. Government attorneys said Lee borrowed 300000 from a patient when her medical clinic fell on hard times. Oh, America bad. I need $300,000. It's hard when, times. And when the patient later requested repayment, Lee diagnosed her with dementia in an apparent effort to escape the debt. The patient identified in records only as ew. No, E-W. E-W. That's D-U-B-Y-A. E-W had been treated by Lee for 25 years and was also a personal friend and a co-worker. State records state that Lee sent a letter about E-W's diagnosis to the patient's daughter, who in turn forwarded the letter to the patient's financial company, which resulted in her being denied access to her assets. Oh. When Lee was questioned by investigators, she admitted that she diagnosed E-W purely on observation without the use of any testing method or second opinion from a health a mental health professional according to state records a psychologist later assessed ew finding no indication of dementia the records say during a phone interview with the tennessean is Ooh, still in business i guess so they still make news but i guess somebody's got to make fish wrappers yep uh on t- now wait that's not a commentary on them as much as it is the newspapers in general no, who, right who no. looks at newspapers right, i'm not i don't think they're offended it's not like i said it was a crappy paper i, mean, <laughs> well, I might have insinuated it. i like the banner better well, look what happened. You like the banner better? I did. I like the banner look, better. What are you doing? I'm standing up. Why? I'm tired of I, sitting. I feel awkward. Though. You're standing like you're giving birth. What are you doing? I'm not standing like I'm giving what birth. What is that weird stance you've got going? Well, I can't get the Why are you dancing on. now? <laughs> Would you stop and just read your story? During the phone interview with the Tennessee, and that's the one guy that lives in Tennessee, on Tuesday, Lee said the state... Uh, said the state of twisted... The state of twisted the twisted. facts? Twisted sister. The state twisted the facts of her case to make it appear as if she was scheming to escape the loan. Duh. Lee said she (laughs) borrowed the money from the patient approximately 20 years ago and has been dutifully dutifully repaying the debt in installments. That's $1. 20 years ago. Wait a second. $20 a week. 300 grand 20 years ago has to be like 2 million today. Okay. I don't, Really, I, know, mean, I don't know what calculations you're using. What, just, that's just a whole heck of a lot Lee of money. Lee also stood by the dementia diagnosis, which occurred about two years ago, saying EW exhibited erratic behavior and signs of memory loss. You say that about me. Lee insisted her former patient later misled... About what? <laughs> Lee insisted her former patient later misled the psychologist so the dementia diagnosis would not be confirmed. Uh, she wanted to hurt me because she got so angry with me because I said that she had she was demented. I said, "Do you really want to hurt me? Can you let me borrow three hundred thousand dollars?" Oh, you look now, you crazy. So, <laughs> um, oh, the singing. There was so much wrong with that story. There really was. Now, you know, at both the, the way it was delivered and the story itself. The alternate studio is much easier for someone that prefers to stand and talk. Because Wait, the Lee are you Mary, standing? The, that's funny. Uh, Mom, did you hear that? I hope so. Anyway. Oh, what were you doing there? Not pushing the right button? You found it. Anyway. Headline is, Omaha man was waving a rubber band gun and quacking like a duck outside of a Bluffs Arby's. They got the meat. What was that? A duck. All right. If it quacks like a duck and but has a rubber band gun, it's not a duck. What if it's a duck with a rubber man gun? It's a man trespassing at Bucky's. Can I keep doing this? No, please stop. An Omaha man pleaded guilty in Potawatomi. Omaha. 
County Court on Wednesday to trespassing and disorderly conduct after police said he was seen Tuesday night waving a rubber band gun at gas station customers while quacking like a duck. The man was sentenced to one day in jail. Wow. I bet he learns his lesson. With credit for time served, he was also ordered to pay court costs and fees. Council Bluffs Police reported that an officer was dispatched to Bucky's Tuesday on a report of a man waving what looked like a handgun at patrons and quacking like a duck and talking to himself. Police found the, I wonder if this guy loaned like three hundred grand to his doctor beforehand or Possibly. something. Possibly. Police found the man standing in line at Arby's nearby and detained him. Police said that he showed them where he placed the rubber band gun in bushes near the pilot tra- travel center. An employee at Bucky's told officers that the man was asked multiple times to leave the property, but he refused. A witness told the police that he saw the man pointing a fake gun at other customers. I don't want anybody pointing a gun at me, fake or otherwise. And you got that 3D thingy prop. It looks real. No, I don't know what you're talking about. That scares me. I don't know what you're talking about. The man was arrested and taken to the Potawatomi County Jail. Old pokey, Craig. Stony Lonesome. Yeah, they put him up in the Gray Bar Motel for yep, a day. Yep, yep. Big house. Yeah. Police, the uh, the slammer. Police seized the clink. They took him to the clink. Police. I ran out of words. Police seized the rubber band gun as evidence. Uh, and when they asked him what happened, the man said uh, he told officers he was shooting the rubber bands at birds and did not comment when asked about quacking like a duck. He should have said quack, quack when he asked about that. Oh, boy. Next story again. When will people learn? Can I do? Can I? Can I? Call, what do you call those? Uh, we on the on the field when the an audible? Yeah, call an audible. I'm gonna call an audible. Okay, what I do just, you got? I just found a story here I want to read. Uh, no way. Are you serious? This, uh, this is a brand new something. And this is just after Halloween, but I want to read this story. Go ahead. Kids in New York City can swap out unwanted candy at a Reese's converter machine. What in the... Are you serious? When you were a kid, there was nothing like taking stock of your candy inventory after trick-or-treating on Halloween and trading all the stuff you didn't like with friends and siblings. You know, there was... I learned to like... Alan always stole all the Reese's and the good stuff Yeah, I don't care. I want to read this. So... I learned to like everything. Yeah, I want to get to this, though. You're going to like this. Ready? Yeah, yeah. Well, Reese's is taking that to a whole nother level this year with their brand new Reese's candy converter machine being rolled out or was rolled out at Halloween. What's that, you ask? Yes, I Reese's do. I do ask. announced plans to set up a candy converter on Fifth Avenue in New York for five hours or up to 10,000 cups on Halloween. Wow. Uh, that means that kids in New York City who are unhappy with their Halloween loot after trick or treating can go to this candy converter and trade it in for, you guessed it, Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, my goodness. I'd be taking, like, rocks and, and you know, trash and stuff that I picked up in the house. Uh, let's see. That's very and honest some, to me, isn't it? Well, about what? <laughs> that's, that's very rocks honest. And <laughs> some are concerned the machines will run out of peanut butter cups before they make the exchange. Reese's lovers everywhere are super excited about this peanut butter cup dispensing machine. Perhaps too excited. I want one of those like in my bedroom. Uh, one thing's for sure. Looks like all that unwanted, un, unwanted, I can't talk. Unwanted out. candy corn, random hard candy, and flavorless gum will finally have somewhere to go that's not in the trash. How about that? How about that, that for that's an, a great I, idea? I, I called an audible. You did. I don't you, even know what that an means. Audible. Yeah. That's awesome. That, I'm trying to, that's me trying to be hip with the kids, like understand sports. Yes. And by kids, I mean you. Man, what a great idea! But I'm, I kind of have mixed mixed feelings about that though, because if 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 you go out on Halloween and you get a lot of bad candy, you know that taught us lessons as kids. That taught us who to throw eggs at. You know the house. No, I'm just <laughs> I kidding. never did that. It, it, it did but teach like, us lessons. It, it taught you who bought the cheap stuff and who bought yeah. the. Uh, but you there know. was really very few candies I would not 
if any. Okay, I, I, let's let's those Naco wafers. What they're called? Naco, Naco wafers. Naco. I love Naco I don't like wafers, those. and then and they've got a history. But I did like. I don't. We covered it here on the show. Yeah, we early talked on. about. It. But I also like those little uh, what the, the peanut butter Mary Janes. Whatever they called the little. Uh, the I like peanut, the peanut butter, butter logs. kisses. The, no, 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 I don't I'm, like the peanut butter logs. I'm so talking much. the old old they're school crunchy. candy. Yeah, why don't, we're supposed to be reading some other story. And well, you're just, the one that called an audible. I, I'm sorry. I just needed it. Why don't you take the next one since I took this one? Is there anything better than Reese's? Snickers. No, I disagree. I like Snickers. And and the Reese's, the, the miniatures. What if, what, if, what if they did a mix-up? Snickers that had Reese's in it. Oh, they've, they've tried all that stuff lately. You can get my candy bars combined. No, you saying, can get a bag of, of Twix that's all left Twix. That's ridiculous because the rights are the better ones. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Headline is, man uses blowtorch to kill spiders, sets parents' house on fire. All right, next Again. story. Next story. Again, we've had this story over and well, over. not this story. No, but the same story. This one happened in Fresno, California. I hear the same story. Why well, just suddenly start talking into my microphone? The Fresno Fire Department said a man who was, using, who was house-sitting for his parents set the home on fire after he used a blowtorch to kill black widows. He wasn't, in, he wasn't wrong. I, well, I didn't know it was black widows. You know, uh, Alice Cooper has a great song called Black Widow. Check it out. Thanks for letting us know that. Uh, yes, you read that light, right, thankfully. No, 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 that you heard it right. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, you heard that right. Thankfully, firefighters say no one was injured in the fire, and the man who initially called them made it out safely. The house fire happened Tuesday night. Fire crews said the damage uh, was to a second story of the home and to the attic. 29 firefighters responded. Wow. That's a two-alarm fire. you think he fire. got all the spiders? Although the exact cause has not been determined, fire crews believe the blowtorch is to blame. I would think so. That, did, I, did I talk about this story before in here about the when I worked at the record store down in Nashville? Cats? Yeah. Great record store. And uh, right behind us was a Chinese place, and the guy knew us because he'd come in and bring us food and stuff sometimes. So one day I go back there, and I go back to the, the back door into the kitchen because I knew the guy, and he's got a propane torch in his hand, and he's chasing cockroaches around on the <laughs> on the stainless steel uh, that's fantastic fi- fixtures. and i didn't think twice i still ate the mushy pork that he made me <laughs> well why not there weren't any roaches in it they, i don't know that you know of because he was pu- that was the prep area he was pulling the food out of that area so there yeah. were roaches crawling all over the place but that that's what happens when you're like barely 21 or something yeah you're just hungry you're hungry yeah and, you're getting, and you're getting free chinese food yeah but that you'll place, eat, mis- you'll eat roaches, that, cats, whatever. That place mysteriously burned down. Oh no! He went see poof, and uh, we know he did it though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No way. We have pretty good evidence that he did it. He disappeared. Never saw him again. Oh, that's terrible. That's sad. Sad that he would do that. He could have turned into a car. I didn't say he didn't. Okay. But they put a, a laundromat there after he was gone. So I'm pretty sure I saw the guy in Vegas too. Not, they, not doing a show, but I saw him chasing a, roaches. I saw him in a casino, and I'm pretty confident it was him, but I was too nervous to walk up and say anything. <laughs> yeah, because you know what they say. Well, the thing is, he if this guy's going to burn his place down and run out of town, what's he going to do to somebody who knows him? I, shoot you. He might have burned me to the ground yeah. or well, something. Well, you know my secret. First you see the roaches, then you see me burn the place down. Something like that. Yeah. All right, go ahead with your story, would you? It was called Panda, and I don't actually think they had panda meat, which I think is kind of a they may. false advertising. Because I was correct. Yeah. That's right. You're always right. Right again, Craig. He's pointing at the thermostat because I said, over here, Leeberry. I just noticed I was getting chilly. (laughs) Yeah. I meant to tell you earlier that he was like, this isn't working. It's not working. (laughs) That was during the band meeting. 
Belgian. It was hot <laughs> during the band meeting. I mean, it's 72 yeah, degrees in I here. I know, and now it, it feels dandy in here. It is chilly. Belgian robbers asked to come back and arrested on their return. Oh, if only we had a stupid criminal theme song. A, oh, I got one. Oh, la, 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 I am Aaron. La, 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 Aaron. La, 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 I'm Aaron. Dumbest criminal around. Is that pretty good? That was not good. How about La 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 la. Aaron's a dumb criminal. La 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 la. Okay, you ready? My mom's gonna write you a letter. Short people got <laughs> no reason. How about that? Okay. A gang of robbers walk into a shop. You've heard this joke before, right? <laughs> the owner asked them to come back later when he has more money, and when they do, <laughs> so that actually worked. I you guess. guys come back later. I'm, I don't have a lot of money to give uh, you. You come back later. I'm going to go to the uh, bank, and I'm going to get all the cash I need for the till, and you guys come back later. You're going to get a lot more from me. Just just wait. Be patient. It feels like the makings of a joke, but for the Belgian e-cigarette shop owner, this was a frightening reality. Do you do a Belgian accent? I don't know what it sounds like. I don't no. either. Just make up uh, something. Is it Belgian accent? <laughs> That's I pretty good. That. I don't know what that is. <laughs> That's a little bit of French and German mix. Is it nine? Kaleboom um, nine. Kaleboom nine. Was that something dessert? No. <laughs> That's candy. That candy no. So uh, six people entered Didier's shop in the suburbs of Charl someplace in daylight <laughs> with the intent to rob him. The salesman told the group to return at the end of the day when he could give them more money. In the end, though, he got them arrested. Instead, he got them arrested instead. Smart. It was like a comedy, he told the BBC over uh, the phone. They're being called the worst robbers in Belgium. Truly Today's stupid band name, the worst robbers in Belgium. That's not a bad name. That's not. If I had a band, I'd call them the worst robbers in Belgium. Why not? Uh, you go along with probably being the worst musicians. Or the worst podcast hosts. Could be. The shop owner says that over the course of 14 long minutes, he tried to befriend the thieves. There was some pushing and shoving, Didier said. I didn't give them a thing, but I said if they'd come back later, I'd have two or three thousand euros. The group bought his bluff and left. That is so funny. When I called the police, they didn't believe they would come back. But back they did come at 1730. <laughs> 1730. 17.30. Um, what was that? Five o'clock? 5.30? Uh, it's five o'clock somewhere. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, and 4.35, something like that. It doesn't An matter. hour before the vape shop's closing time, Didier told local media that he saw one of the robbers at the door and told them it still was not end of business. You come back, it's not longer than done the close yet. I only got one euro here. When the men returned a third time at 18.30, <laughs> the police were at the back of the shop ready to catch them. Five males were arrested, including a minor. How stupid. I mean, it's stupid they came back the first time. The weird thing is, why are these five guys walking around with a guy that's a miner? Because <laughs> they were going to rob a coal place, <laughs> a coal mine. But the thing is, you go back to once, and you know they had the conversation between each other. Yeah, is he really going to give us all that money? Yeah, he said come back. Yeah, he said come back, didn't he? He's, we saying, get, come on, he's come an on, honest we. man. What are you saying, man? He said come back. Of course <laughs> he's going to give us the money. Gross story of the night. Headline is... Teenager mixes ashes of cremated grandfather into homemade cookies and offers to her classmates in North Carolina. This kid should be put on a rocket ship to the moon. This <laughs> no, guy, I want to be that. This guy lives. That's a good thing. A one way trip, like maybe a month's supply oh, of food and good luck and a pat on the back. <laughs> Here's the thing: 
The, you know that's my plan, right? What? I think we could take care of the overpopulation in prisons. It's yeah. going to cost billions, but we get Elon Musk on the job. He'll do it. We just start putting them in rocket. And this actually turns into a really good movie uh, idea that I have. So it started with reality, which is that we take them, in my reality, we take uh, prisoners who are in for life, we put them on a rocket ship, we give them like a couple months supply of food and say, good luck. Some seeds. Let's give them some seeds and, and some... Well, not even that. Just, 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 <laughs> just dry food. Just eat good luck. Well, let's okay? give them some fruits. But here's what happens. Here's where I got the movie idea. So it's like 30 years later. Yeah. We're getting invaded from space. Uh-huh. It's the prisoners. Ah. They, they've got a colony on another planet. See, there's a, there's and, a show kind of like that already. And they've, they've, met, they've, they've hooked up with aliens. You've heard about the 100? It's yeah, kind of like I think that. So. Was yeah. it really? Yeah. yeah. They came back with aliens. Uh, they came back. They took my idea. Well, sue them. No, so so my idea is going to be a little bit better because I came up with it. But it, 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 <laughs> So they're going to okay, come back. Yeah. They hooked up with aliens, but these are like baddies, right? So they got the technology. Not ETs. We're talking no, more no, we're like talking, aliens. Yeah. And so these guys are really, they're, they're bad news. They got all the technology. And that's how they got the technology to come yes, back. Yes, I they're love coming technology. Back, and they're coming back with a vengeance. They're mad. They don't like the fact we shipped them off in a rocket ship. Well, how about that? I'll watch it. It'd be good. better than most of the other. Better than Top Gun 2. I can promise you that. <laughs> Top Gun 2. It's on the way. Ah, skip that. I prefer a good Christmas movie, you know. Don't say it. <laughs> Don't you say it. I will come across that table. Do not you say it. Do not you say it. <laughs> Headline again. That's teenager. What I, that's what I thought. <laughs> teenager I thought. mixes ashes of cremated grandfather into homemade cookies. Die hard. Is that a soup? Offers to her classmates in Northern California. A shocking and never heard before case has surfaced where a girl student, a girl student, has been accused of offering cookies to her friends made from the mixture of her grandfather's mortal remains ashes. Not his immortal remains. No, no. Those are somewhere else. The sad incident took place in North Carolina earlier this month where a girl who is a student of Da Vinci Charter Academy in Northern California... Oh, you know, by the way of Tacoma, Philadelphia, <laughs> Atlanta, Atlanta, L.A. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Allegedly prepared then cookies. Then you get to Northern California. I've been saying North Carolina, but it's Northern California. Yes, Northern California. Allegedly prepared cookies from the mixture of her grandmother, grandfather's mortal remains ashes and offered them to her friends. Following the incident, the police have begun by its investigation and is trying to ascertain the, uh, that according to which law the girls act is punishable. So they don't know what... There's not a stupid law. Yeah, they don't know what to uh, charge her with. How about you're a piece of crap law? There's not one well, of those. Isn't there one uh, uh, like abusing a body? Uh, but what if, if that... What if that... What if that works with ashes? What if that works with ashes? I don't know. With ashes. Because... I don't know. Maybe. Because that was once a body. But since there's no unusual symptoms which have been witnessed by the students, the police are not considering it as a major crime, though the investigation is underway. Contaminating food. Yeah. Yeah. I know people that have gone to jail for, like, putting X-lax in brownies at work. <laughs> Where have you worked, man? <laughs> no, I didn't work there. I just remember so, the stories. So, what? another movie idea. Oh, good. What if they start exhibiting traits of her grandfather? The people they, they become possessed they by like him. start smoking pipes <laughs> yeah wearing smoking jackets yelling at kids to get off their lawn yeah yeah <laughs> working the crosswords in the newspaper handing out worthers <laughs> yeah there you go kidding. no no warm peppermints from their front pocket <laughs> according to reports student- you know that happened to my kids once halloween what they went up to one of the houses in the neighborhood and they swear they laugh about this to this day this guy this Re- reached old guy pocket. reached in his front pocket and pulled out a warm candy cane there you go a peppermint candy cane, which is like two holidays early. <laughs> no, 
There's no time for peppermint. I love peppermint. Peppermint is good year round. Oh, it is. There's not a certain peppermint time. You mix some chocolate in with that. Ooh, doggy. Ooh. You talking about the mac and cheese peppermints? What? Yeah, we covered that story. Mac and cheese favored. I'm not gonna have any of that. Uh, According to reports, students who ate these cookies. You know, I have a condition where I forget everything we talk about. Said that after eating them, they did not feel anything unusual other than craving Werther's. Students said that the cookies which they ate reminded them of some familiar taste. However, speaking on the incident, the principal of Da Vinci. What if you feel something in your teeth? You pull it out, it's like a femur. Leonardo it's, himself. It's, it's, no, it's just part of a. In Northern bone, California. All that doesn't burn up, right? It's in a letter kinda. said. In a letter. Ooh, in a letter said that the media is keeping a close watch on the entire incident as one. How did they find out about this, Craig? That's what I want to know. She had she, to tell she somebody. She bragged about it. Okay. No, like, absolutely. I'm, 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 you know, loose lips sink ships. <laughs> So there you go on the Titanic again. Yep. We just talked about that last episode. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not bouncing up and down. <laughs> There's also water spraying down the thing. That's just dumb. It's it's crazy. It's what's it's, next? I'm not even I'm not even joking about anything. No. <laughs> I, I've I'm more than once lately I've said if I could go back in time, just the things I'd say to people like you're not gonna believe what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> yeah, really. All right. Was that it? You know, yeah, that's all I got to say oh, about that. Yeah, yeah, that's all. That. Woman, 75, shot grandson for putting cup of tea on furniture. Shot her grandson? No, he shouldn't put that without, like, a doily <laughs> or a... Uh, doily. You just wanted to say doily. Yeah, a doily or a uh, uh, a coaster. Don't just put I wet love cups. The Don't put wet cups on furniture. It ruins the finish. He probably deserved... He probably should got a knife, too. He didn't deserve a bullet. How... Maybe he did. How Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. A Minnesota woman was arrested earlier this month after she shot her grandson for putting his cup of tea on her furniture, police <laughs> I said. I told you not to put that t- cup of tea down. Helen Lenore Washington, 75, of Brooklyn Center, is charged with, uh, with assault and second-degree assault with a dangerous weapon, according to Hennepin County Jail Records, arrested August 12th. October. She was released. <laughs> When I say August, August, arrested October 12th, she was released on bond uh, four days later. August, Washington, October 16th. Uh, what, thanks for keeping us straight on that. Washington, who asked arresting officers uh, where her bullet struck her grandson, told them she didn't think she would go to jail. She's like, oh, yeah, I shot it. Where did it hit him? Where did Dang. I, what, I was aiming. Oh, I did something. shoot him. The Star Tribune reported that Brooklyn Center patrol officers were called to Washington's home October 12th, where they found her grandson in the front yard with a gunshot wound to his thigh. Uh, the grandson oh, she just wounded him. He's the, not going to die. That was a mere flesh wound. Yeah. The grandson, whose name and age were not released. I bet he don't put tea on the furniture anymore. Uh, that, I mean, you know. <laughs> Lesson learned, Granny. I mean, if at the end of the day, it solved the problem. Absolutely. The grandson, whose name and age were not released, told the officers his grandmother shot him during an argument over a cup of tea. According to the newspaper, a child at the scene corroborated the grandson's story, telling officers that Washington had gotten upset because he put his cup of tea on the furniture after she told him not to. Washington dumped the grandson's tea out and left the room to get a gun, the minor told investigators. The grandson got another cup of tea and set it down once again. He was asking for it. He was literally asking for her to snap is what he was doing. I'm not saying she should have done it. I'm saying that he was asking for her to. But you understand. Yeah, I understand because I've got three kids. I mean, I wouldn't shoot, but I'm just saying that it's, it's clear that he was doing it just to get under her skin. Yes. Uh, he set it down once more on the furniture in no respect. No if respect nothing else, at all. She should have given him a beat down. Anyway. No respect. 
uh, Washington then pulled out a 38 special. Ooh, I don't know. What disaster yeah, he was. I, which, which, which album would that have been? You think it'd been the one? I hope it wasn't the one with Teacher Teacher or whatever, because that really wasn't that I great. I like that song. But well, it was just a soundtrack song, though. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway. Flirting with disaster. Anyway, that bullet got caught up in you. And no, I'm just, <laughs> with flirting with disasters, Molly Hatchet. I'm on the That's wrong Molly band. Hatchet. I didn't know what you were talking about. I was just going to let you go. <laughs> so, so She was so caught up in you, yeah, little girl. The yeah. bullet was caught up in yeah. you. <laughs> KSTP in St. Paul reported that well, I was couldn't figure out why you were talking about Molly Hatchet, but I just didn't want to. Well, she could have got a hatchet. It's true. But her name's not Molly. Maybe Molly's hatchet was there. It could be Dorcas Hatchet. That was another story, though. Uh, she was angry because she said she was angry. Hangry. Hangry. I'm angry her grandson right now. put his cup on a wooden table. Investigators found the revolver at the scene. It was loaded with five rounds, one of which had been spent. Well, do the math. <laughs> A judge has ordered Washington, Washington to undergo a mental evaluation to see if she is competent to stand trial, the newspaper said. Okay, Craig, our next story does, uh, it deals with two of our favorite topics, technology and burgers. Oh, I love hamburgers. Uber, headline is, Uber to deliver flying burgers via a drone as early as as 2021 never gonna happen it just said it's gonna happen as early as 2021 well how long they've been saying that amazon's gonna deliver stuff with drones well haven't they you want to know how to get a free tv (laughs) just shoot a drone out of the sky just catch it be sure you catch it and i wouldn't i'd say don't do anything over maybe a 46 inch one too because you anything more than that you're gonna probably die uber technologies is looking uh, is looking to speed up its flying burgers initiative faster than previously planned you tell me if they started delivering expensive stuff via well drones. they leave expensive stuff on porches now. i know that but you tell me that there wouldn't be a dr- drone like pieces lying everywhere you know what the drones are going to fly so high and then they're going to come down they're not going to start descending until they reach their uh their and then, their and house. then how do we have airport how how you handle i know it, a certain Altitude, yeah, they can't go any higher. Right? But how are you going to handle all these? You know, the just planes, just normal things going on. I don't think it'll ever happen. It's going to happen. It's it's just a dumb idea. No, it's not a dumb. It's a fantastic. It's a sci-fi idea. idea. It's a neat sci-fi. It's a great. Idea. Idea. Can I finish my story? I'm not really sure if you're capable. <laughs> According to the Wall Street Journal, the San Francisco-based uh, ride-hailing company has an aggressive timeline for getting its delivery drones project up and running as soon as next year. Craig, okay, but does this mean that the Uber the Uber drones are going to belong to private users? No. Well, because it's what Uber is. Well, right? You use my car to take you places. Am I going to use my drone to bring you a Uber, burger? Uber Eats is the same way. I can take my car and bring you a burger. That's what I'm saying. So that would that would suggest that maybe this should so. be... Maybe so. Maybe. Maybe, not, I, maybe I'll stand at McDonald's with my drone. No, your drone you won't fix. <laughs> my drone works fine. It's just the camera's busted. Well, why don't you fix it? And then I'll just... I can put the little address in and it'll take a Big Mac to whoever ordered it. And I'll get five bucks or whatever it is. Anyway, how, how much is a Big Mac going to cost a person? Ten dollars <laughs> if it's delivered by drone. As of Sunday, Uber was seeking an operations executive who could help carry out its ambitious plan. The listing, which was removed by Uber following the journal report, was looking for an executive who would enable safe, legal, efficient, and scalable flight operations. The listing re- referenced Uber Express, which is an internal name for its drone delivery operation within Uber Eats. While an Uber spokesperson did not immediately respond uh, to uh, Fox's request for comment on the report, it did tell the journal that that the posting did not fully reflect its program, which is still in the very early now, stages. Now, I would like to see. You no, know, what I, w- I would like to see is a test market. This seems more less risky. Is have drones at local locations of pizza places like Papa John's or Little Caesars or something. 
and they deliver just like their car drivers would deliver and have ha, deliver those because they would just hop over the hill you know deliver fairly locally yeah that's drop true. them down give you the pizza say beep bop boop thank you yeah and then take off and come back again all right that'd be cool but yeah but then you're trusting these people well you'd have to put your credit card in when you ordered i mean you couldn't there's no other way to pay hey our little caesars is uppity now i love our little caesars you can order online with the app you know that's a good pizza I like it. I like it a lot. I'm gonna say it's the best pizza ever. But I like it a lot. I like it a lot. You can order I like speed, online I like Speedway pizza and go by. You don't even have to talk to anybody. You just Speedway, punch in your code. Speedway has a bacon chicken ranch pizza. The sauce instead of marinara, marinara, marinara <laughs> is is a ranch. What'd you say about the code? If you go to if you order online, that's what can, I was gonna tell you. You yeah, get you a code, punch a code in, and you go and you punch a code. If you, you don't even have to speak to anybody. I know James you, did it. Why? Who? My son. The guy that the giant peach. No. Although that's a good movie and he enjoyed it. It's a good book. Yeah. It's, it's Rod- Rodol, you know, isn't it? It's a, yeah, it's it's okay. I actually never read the book. I, I said that to sound like I was more in tune. Are with, you gonna read this next story? Or are we I? gonna Are we done with drones? Yes, we're done with drones for the moment. Cops called after pair enter Canadian home and give it a good cleaning. <laughs> if this couple wants to come enter my home and give it a good cleaning, have at it. Oh Canada, great northern land of milk in bags, hey. merciless winters, maple syrup. And leaving your front door unlocked, at least according to Firebrand filmmaker Michael Moore. Well, I'm done. <laughs> End of story. The guy's Go. about as credible as, you know. Go ahead. That wall over there. However, Mounties have warned residents of Nova Scotia against the latter after two women entered a home uninvited and cleaned it. The <laughs> home, I wish they do that here. That's what I'm saying. The homeowner who was out called cops around 3 p.m. local time last Tuesday after being alerted by a neighbor who saw the pair wandering the property, wielding a vacuum cleaner and a mop. Uh, that'd be great cover to show up like you're a uh, uh, like Mighty Maid or whatever, Molly Maid. Yeah. But you look like that and you just show up, but you're really going in. That's a great scam. You're robbing houses, but you show up as a Molly maid, so nobody would think twice about it. They think you just had a. Uh, why, why don't you do a movie about why it? Why not giving giving the listeners, and then when they arrest them, they put them on a rocket ship <laughs> with three months worth of food and say good luck and seeds and then three, and fruit. Then like thirty years later, yeah. we get invaded. We get invited. We get invited. Hey, look at me! I'm Craig Hunter. I'm writing a movie. I'm suddenly becoming southern, like Aaron Lindsay. Um, let's see. Police determined the home had been left open, so the neighbor spelled neighbor, <laughs> neighbor could walk the owner's dog instead and there's no excuse for that because they've now got keypad locks or, right. or an old-fashioned thing called give them, a, give key. them a key yeah. yeah um a key means here in spanish or in our house uh you could just type the code in at the garage it'll open for you i like to come up and look at your little your little door doorbell i just look into it yeah then, you then do I'll weird, walk away. i've got video of that you should yeah. post that i've got the last time you were over yeah i think i've got video of you doing that i, I like to do that it's fun. I don't know. It's fun. It gives me something to do while I wait on your slow feet to come to the door. Weirdo. I'm usually trying to get a nap. I know. Anyway, so let's see. Instead, professional cleaners uh, cleaned up and gave the place a good scrubbing before leaving, uh, oblivious to the fact they had attended the wrong address. Although the <laughs> although the house was clean for free, eh? This is the Royal Canadian yes. Mounted Police. Mounted Police would like to take this opportunity to remind homeowners to ensure their doors are locked at all times, eh? Beauty. The Mountie said uh, in a statement praising neighbors for being observant. I'm just going to keep talking that way. Uh, praise the neighbors for being Credit observant and contacting the homeowner. The cleaners were said to be apologetic, but it's unclear whether the original target had to cough up 
for the impromptu fee- free service, I doubt it. Indeed, most people would probably wish for this kind of break-in yes. over the trauma of an actual burger burglary. But, you know, I've, somebody told me a story. Uh, I've heard at least one person tell me a story about they were told to go to somebody's house to get something, and they walked into the wrong house, and nobody was home. And if those people would have come home, they would have been like... Oh, that had been bad. Walk in on an intruder. But they... they had stopped at the wrong house and and managed to get in. How bizarre. Are you all right over there? Yeah, got, Popeye? got a little something in my. It's okay. We're, we're going to go ahead and do this. Top 10. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. It's the Mark Patch. Turn that back up. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. There it's you the go. Mark Patch Top 10. I thought about Mark Patch last night. Uh, you know, Axe. Axis, the, the channel, Axis, the greatest yeah. channel on Saturday right now. I don't know about that. They, they have concerts constantly. I don't have that. Well, I recorded the Cheap Trick concert at Red Rocks last week. And uh, Cheap Trick didn't sound as good as they did when I saw them a couple years ago. They're like 80 years yeah, old. Yeah, but I saw them a couple years ago, and they sounded fan-flipping-tastic. Rick still cool. And it's sad because Bunny Carlos is gone. So I know. Got some young it. guy up there on the drums. Um, I think it's one of their sons. Yeah, I think I may be thinking of maybe. Van Halen. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, top 10 best songs of all time. <laughs> I'm dubious to these claims. All right, this comes to us from thetop10s.com, so... This is a These list are pretty good songs, though. This is a list of ever-changing, and there's something different this time, Craig, because if you look down the bottom, they actually have a dishonorable mentions section okay, now on okay. thetop10s.com, All right, we, and we, that's we, when somebody puts a song in that everybody else knows does not belong there. Right. They, they pull it and put it in the dishonorable mentions. Well, they should mentions. know that, that their whole list is a scam anyway. It's never right. <laughs> but you can't take all the songs in the world and narrow them down to 10. It's yeah, just I can. It's just I've hard. got 10 favorites. It's just hard to do. Yeah. Anyway, number 10. It's a great song, albeit a little, now just kind of getting a little old now after, I mean literally old, but also getting kind of tiresome. Hotel California. Number nine, the yesterday. Eagles. Can I say the Eagles before you, or, or Eagles rather. Not Eagles. Eagles. People say the Eagles. It's, it's Eagles. Just, it's just Eagles. Uh, number nine, Yesterday by Beatles. No, the Beatles. Oh, the Beatles. Number eight, I'm just not even going to say. Oh, I, I love, oh, I can't love sta- it. Oh, I can't stand the Simon and Garfunkel. This is Sarah's favorite song. Bridge Over Troubled Water. Yeah, they're going to play that at my funeral. She's requested that. They better go ahead and cue it up. You're getting, uh, old. You're getting old. Number seven. And how can you not like Simon and Garfunkel? I just don't. I like. They're amazing. I like, I like Paul Simon, like, okay by himself. But Garfunkel, the hair, I'm just distracted. The hair. You don't like it because of no, the hair. No, I just don't care for that folky crap. Man, I love it. Well, I've good. got the greatest Once hits you marry on vinyl. Them, except Edie Brickell's already married to Paul Simon. How'd that happen? <laughs> Number seven of the top ten best songs of all time, What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. Hey, guys. What's going on? <laughs> Marvin? Number six. Another favorite of mine. Top ten best songs of all time. Number six. Like a Rolling Stone, Bob Dylan. Love Bob Dylan. Number eight. No, number five. I'm going to go on down to number five. Number five. five. Number five of the top ten best songs of all time, Layla by Derek and the Dominoes. Eric Clapton. Yep. Number four. Oh, this should be number one. Bohemian Rhapsody. I love that song. Uh, Number three, Hey Jude by Beatles. Number two, back to Eric Clapton again, Tears in Heaven. Really? I don't know how that fit in there. <laughs> that doesn't belong. It's not a bad song. I just no, don't know how it got in the top, the top ten. ten. No. Uh, the number one song, according to this list, A Day in the Life by Beatles. I heard that news today. <laughs> like, literally, just yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And the dishonorable mentions. This is fun. These these are songs people put in there that other people said, uh, we're taking that right yeah, out. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to agree to disagree here. Not us, them. No, no. Top 10 best songs of all times that are not the top 10 best songs of all time. Uh, dishonorable mentions. 
Living on a Prayer, Bon Jovi. Which, which is a good song. I really enjoy it, but it's not one of the top ten. No. Uh, this one does not belong in there, although I do love it. I Was Made for Loving You by Kiss, which is hilarious that somebody actually put that in the list. And why is Living on a Prayer on here twice? Uh, because it was that bad, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I so don't know, dishonorable man. mentions. You thought you had three, you only had two. <laughs> yeah. uh, Living on a Prayer, times two, Bon Jovi, and I Was Made for Loving You, Kiss. Oh, a top ten list, top ten list. Hey, everybody, this was this has been episode number 224, Craig. It's crazy. We're almost We're at almost 1,300. We're almost at two and a quarter. We're almost at 1,300. You're right. I never thought about that. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. Please do us a favor and leave us a review on iTunes or uh, Facebook or both if you or haven't already. Or newspaper or and the newspaper. tell your friends. Call somebody. Tell them. Thanks for listening. Join us next week. Next week. Uh, next week. And we're back. Uh, join us next week. Uh, when we me. come up with something else to tell you. Marie Renault. What? We're still here. <laughs> We've just been really we quiet. We won't go away. <laughs> Psych.